The old renaissance is the new renaissance. Standing on tradition while embracing the spirit of distinction. This is the Harlem Brewing Company. Uniquely crafted beer brewed to deliver a taste, a sound, and a feeling that can only be described in one way. Harlem style. So come and take a trip on the A-Train with our Harlem Sugar Hill Golden Ale and our Harlem Renaissance Whip Beer. The neighborhood original. Sponsored by Harlem Beer Distributing North Carolina. For more information, log on to their website at harlembeernc.com. This is the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Friday, March 19th. I'm Donald Ware. It's Friday! Let's take a look at the Week 5 scoreboard in HBCU football. We've got one change, whereas West Virginia State was supposed to host Concord. West Virginia State now going to host UNCP. West Virginia State now going to host UNCP uh, or uh, UNC Pembroke or the University of North Carolina at Pembroke on Saturday. Grambling State is going to be hosting Arkansas Pine Bluff. It's going to be Edward Waters on the road taking on Shorter. Southern is going to be on the road at Texas Southern and Tennessee State. It's also going to be on the road at Murray State. The Box to Row National Game of the Week. Alabama State is hosting Jackson State. Of course, for Alabama, excuse me, for Jackson State, number one with the media in the HBCU football poll. Number one with the media in closing the gap in the coaches poll. Rightfully so. 3-0 on the season. Big win a couple of weeks ago against Grambling. A blowout victory in that robbery game against Mississippi Valley State. And really right now, Jackson State is hitting on all cylinders when you really look at the Tigers, Jalen Jones, the quarterback has been absolutely phenomenal. Eight touchdowns, zero interceptions on the season. I think what Alabama state is going to have to do is like I mentioned what Mississippi Valley state needed to do and did for at at some points, you got to make Jalen Jones uncomfortable. I think Mississippi Valley state was able to do it at times, But Jackson State's offensive line, you got to give a lot of credit to Jackson State's offensive line, able to make the adjustments and really neutralize. Yes, Jerry Garner, I've been talking about him for quite some time. He did have the only sack for Mississippi Valley State, but they were double teaming him a whole lot. The thing about Alabama State, it's hard to kind of really get a gauge uh, for what Alabama State is right now because the Hornets have only played one game and a 24-21 loss to Southern going back a couple of weeks ago and missed a 44-yard field goal uh, as time expired. But what Alabama State was able to do against Southern, six tackles for loss in that game. They had one sack on, on, on uh, at that time, Ladarius Skelton, but had six tackles for loss in the football game. That means the guys up front were getting the job done. Southern was trying to run the football. Uh, there was Alabama State right there to stymie uh, Southern's running attack a little bit. And then, of course, you know Ladarius Skelton is part of that rushing attack. So looks like Alabama State was able to do a decent job 
uh, against Southern, at least from a tackles for loss perspective. They're going to have to get only one sack, though, in the game. Going to have to not only get pressure on, on, uh, on, because if you look at it, again, Mississippi Valley State gets a little bit more pressure. He's running a little bit more. Jalen Jones, right, trying to throw on the run. And while he still had a good game, his completion percentage in this game was less, much less. It was just above 50% opposed to how it had been in the previous two games. Alabama State, again, must pressure Jackson State. Now, Jackson State's defense has got to be able to stop the running game of of Ezra Gray. Ezra Gray, uh, we've been talking about him for quite some time, the running back for Alabama State. Jackson State is going to have to do a good job, and Jackson State is, I mean, Jackson State did a good job against Grambling. I think the true measuring stick for Jackson State so far this season has been the Grambling game. Can't really make much about the Edward Waters game, uh, and, you know, to that point, not a whole lot about Mississippi Valley State, although definitely uh, a better opponent than Edward Waters was in, well, uh, in theory. I mean, the score was was sort of similar, but definitely a better uh, opponent. Ryan Nettles settled down in the game against Southern, ended up completing 16 of 27 passes for 149 yards. He had two touchdowns only through one interception, completing at 59% of his passes, so he's going to have to be better uh, than that. But Jackson State is very tough up front. But one thing we know about Alabama State, Alabama State has a good offensive line as well. So this game is going to come down to the trenches on both sides for both teams. That's where it's going to come down to. You got your skill position guys. Skill position guys are going to make plays. We know what Jackson State's receivers can do. The running game uh, is is solid uh, also. I think, however, it's going to come down uh, to the trenches. And by the way, it, it I think it's ultimate. I think it's going to be a close football game. I think, uh, I think that uh, – Alabama State was extremely close. They were, not I think, they were extremely close, but they had a real opportunity against Southern, and Southern's a good football team. You give Donald Hill Ely, that coaching staff, a, a two weeks off to correct a lot of the mistakes that Alabama State made. Meanwhile, Jackson State is playing, had played two straight weeks, and now has to play another week. So the preparation for Alabama State is a is a lot less. Plus, if you're Jackson State, yeah, you can go and see what Jackson State, what Alabama State, excuse me, was able to do against Southern. But that's a long time that Alabama State has to implement a new game plan. So basically, if you're Jackson State, you're looking to see, okay, what do their skill position guys do you know what does the quarterback do what are maybe uh, what do we see in terms of some of his tendencies some of his weaknesses some of his strengths etc but Alabama State has the ability and has had the ability now with a couple of weeks off to implement something different so I think that throws Jackson State off uh, a little bit you look at Alabama State they can see the tendencies and the trends of what Jackson State does a lot better having played in consecutive 
weeks. And then, of course, having played three of four weeks when you go back to week one opening the season against Edward Waters. So my prediction, this is going to be uh, another game. It's not going to be necessary. It's not going to be a high-scoring game, but it's not going to be a low-scoring game either. It's going to be somewhere uh, around you know, 20 to 17, uh, something like that, uh, maybe 21 to 17. And I am going with the team that people think would not win this football game. In other words, I'm going with the upset. I'm going to go with Alabama State in this football game. I think there's a, I think again, this is a lot of preparation uh, that Alabama State's going to be much more prepared. couple of weeks off, haven't seen film, successive weeks, consecutive weeks for what Jackson State does. Jackson State's going to be able to prepare for Alabama State skill positions, et cetera. They're going to know what the guys do in the trench. But, again, it's going to be an implementation of a different game plan. You're talking about Donald Hill Ely as the head coach. You're talking about a guy that has a lot of experience as a head coach football coach and I'm gonna go with the upset Alabama State over Jackson State it's gonna be in Montgomery it's a home game for Alabama State and it's gonna be a, you know semi low scoring not a high scoring affair 20 21 to 17 something like that your thoughts hit me up via Twitter at box to row b-o-x-t-o-r-o-w I'm getting ready to run but before I do I want you to remind I want to remind you don't forget to tell a couple of friends about the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. We're here Monday through Friday on our website, BoxToRow.com, also on Apple Podcasts, as well as iHeartMedia. want you to enjoy the games. We got great shows lined up for you this weekend on From the Press Box to Press Row. It begins tonight. It begins tonight. ESPNU Radio on Sirius XM. That's channel 84, 7 p.m. in the East. 6 p.m. for my Central Time folks and 4 p.m. out west. We have scheduled as guests Tennessee State head football coach Rod Reed. Then we're talking a little basketball. We have uh, Johnny Jones, the head basketball coach at Texas Southern, who got a big win over Mount St. Mary's to open the NCAA tournament on yesterday. So Johnny Jones also uh, expected to be a guest on Box to Row this weekend. Have a one or this uh, this Friday, excuse me, this Friday, and then uh, not finished there. If you listen to the weekend edition uh, from the press box to press row, which can be found on a radio station near you, you can uh, if you're on our website, uh, click on where it says box to row radio. Click on the affiliates link, and you can find a radio station in your area that carries the program. Uh, also, Sirius XM channel 142. That's the HBCU channel. 9 a.m. Eastern, that is 8 a.m. Central Time, and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on tomorrow. Going to be joined by North Carolina A&T head women's basketball coach Terrell Robinson and also going to be joined by Jackson State head women's basketball coach Tamika Reed. Have a wonderful weekend, and I'll talk with you on Monday. Find the Box to Row YouTube page for conversations with stars like Amari Hardware, Blandry, Michael Strahan, and with some of our favorite sports guests over the years. Over the years.